Welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast with your host, Goodnight Punk and Windkiller Inc. This week, we get exciting news about scoundrels as we talk about the weekly community update and EA Jesse did an interview on the Galactic War Report with some interesting information. Welcome back, everyone. This is Goodnight Punk, also known as Dan, or Dan, also known as Goodnight Punk, depending on who you are. This week, I'm back here with Windkiller Inc., also known as Michael, or the other way around, of course, same thing. How you doing, Wink? Oh, doing pretty good. How about you? No, I'm not too bad. Just trying to uh, catch up on my sleep, you know. That's always good. 12-hour days. Oh, yeah, definitely. 12-hour days, working night shifts with triplets. Sounds rough. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) uh, when I was a kid, I never really thought about sleep or cared about it that much. But now that I'm adult, it's like a precious, it's almost currency. Yeah, it's it like is. You gotta, it's like, if you let me sleep in today, then I will do this for you next week. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> it's, yeah. But it's been raining here, so a little bit less heat. I'm jealous. But the humidity came. <laughs> it's been hot here. We got a little bit of storms the other day, but not too much. Yeah, we get haboobs, if you ever heard of those. Giant uh, dust storms, they're they're, they're intense. I don't want to be driving during them. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> well, we got a lot of. Well, I say a lot. I say that all the time. We got some good information that we found for the podcast this week, so I think people will enjoy it. And uh, yeah, so let's just get right into it then. Sounds this good. This week. This week, the guild poll, kind of wondering your question, you said, I thought uh, that was a pretty good idea, was what do you primarily use your cantina energy on? Since uh, they just introduced mods and it uses cantina energy, kind of curious who's all using their energy on what. I'll say for me, I decked out my arena team with everything that I wanted on them, like specifically not just health mods but speed mods and critical chance mods all those things for those guys and once i got them where i wanted to i just kind of went right back to farming characters so i'm right now i'm going after jawa shards hopefully to help with the next raid and then i'll probably go after royal guard but right now i'm not really doing mods at all how about you yeah i I do a little bit of farming shards. I've been doing Lando. Um, really, all I do is just three battles a day that you have to do to get your Omega. I, I do that and pretty much call it good. I've been focusing on the mods. Uh, I, you know, last week I unlocked the tier three speed challenge, so I've been pouring all my uh, energy into those, getting those, uh, trying to get my team to be as fast as possible that's kind of my strategy in arena and seems to be working okay uh but yeah that's what i've been doing i've got some pretty good ones too it's nice when you get a primary one that gives you like plus 30 speed it's pretty hard to beat oh yeah that's that's pretty awesome and i 
I can imagine uh, it takes the, all that energy on mod challenges considering you can't choose exactly which slot you're going to get and it's not 100% drop rate so it's yep. a big gamble there oh yeah I mean you may spend a couple hundred energy and only get two or three mods and they may be mods you've already got I tend to get a lot of the defense and uh, the circle mods I get tons of those it seems like the arrows and the triangles are a lot more rare yeah those are i can see the more the ones that have more options at stats dropping a lot less seems the way that they like to do things yeah so oh well well as far as the rest of the guild let me check the guild poll again because I updated this yesterday, so some people might have jumped in and put in their... Oh, wow. Yeah, they did. 25 responses now as opposed to the 15 I had when I updated the show notes here. Oh, good deal. So, looks like it didn't really change too much, but what do you primarily use your cantina energy on? About 12 people or 48% said character shards, so... A lot of people went after those mods like I did and went right back to their characters. I kind of thought that that might be the case uh, simply because, you know, it's a game where you want to collect characters and that's kind of what drew you in from the start, I would think. But uh, the for me, it's not like I'm giving up on mods or anything. It's just I'm not going after the mods that I... I'm not going after the mods that... I don't need right now you know what I mean kind of like get them as I need them yeah not a, I mean so. that's a pretty good way to go so yeah so the only thing is like you get a character you want to get them up and then spend a week getting the mods instead of having them ready when you get them you know yeah but and they're expensive I'm okay with that they're expensive to get up especially if you're getting good ones so it's Unless you've got the currency that you're not spending on characters or something, it's not really worth it. <laughs> Quick question. Did you hear that thing in the background? I did. I was about to ask you what the hell that was. <laughs> it's not a pig. That is my dog <laughs> reverse sneezing. Okay. So, okay. Gotcha. I think she's I think she's survived, so we can continue. Well, that's good. I assumed you had like a baby pig in the house or something along those lines. Oh. I absolutely despise pigs, and there's a funny story to that, but we'll, we'll go into that some other time. But you like bacon, right? Oh, I love bacon. Okay. That's nice. Owning a pig made me enjoy pig products even more, because <laughs> I would have slaughtered my pig if I could. Understandable. And for, and for all those people that are animal lovers, it was a, it was a pig for slaughtering. It was, oh, my God. I'm a hot mess today. It's fun. Yeah. Anyways, back to the poll. Mods, they're uh, six six people or twenty four percent said that they uh, were just focusing on mods like you. So, and seven people said fifty fifty split. A lot of people, when I put up the question, were asking for other options, kind of like a twenty five seventy five split. Either way. One or the other, so that would add two more options, but I think that would have 
made things a little too complicated. I know that there are people that... I wouldn't say that yours is probably a 75-25 split, but that might have fit in there. But I think everyone does it that way, because everyone wants their... Uh... Yeah, you have to for the Omegas, so... Yeah. When I first started with the mods, I kind of treated it like a hard node, you know? I had to get my three in before uh, yeah. I moved on to mods, so... Yeah, seems seems about right with how they're doing this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm kind of surprised there's not more in the 50-50 split category. I kind of think that's probably the best overall way to go is kind of split it up a little bit more. But I don't know. I guess teach their own. Definitely. Because there are definitely a lot of characters in Cantina that I would love to have, but it's... I'd rather have those mods and, you know, kind of make the characters that I've already got the best they can possibly be, so. Yeah, I think once I finish Jawa and Royal Guard, I'll probably go back to mods, because I'd like to mod up some of my A and, or not A, A teams modded, but some of those B teams. Because when I get forced to go into Phase 4 in the raid, and I do, like, 200,000 damage with my A team and then my B team comes in and they get 19. It really hurts me. Yeah. Like, like, what are you guys doing? What have you done with your life? Yeah, no kidding. That's pretty rough. And also something else is Galactic War. Um, I know you're one of the people that's kind of been having issues with it, I believe. Um, yeah. It was always... Uh, Luckily, there, I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel because of the last five days, two of them have had broken node 12s. Nice. So <laughs> the only one I can never beat every time consistently is node 12. So if yeah. node 12 broke for me consistently every day, then I would finish Galactic War every day. So I'm thinking that I'm right on the cusp of updating my arena team's power to a point where it's the same every time. I don't know. Yeah, but we'll it, see. It's nice when you don't have to worry about that last node. And then, mm-hmm. I, like me, I've kind of got a team set up strictly for Galactic War. And, I I mean, I basically auto the first eight nodes pretty easily. Every now and then six will be a little bit fussy. but Yeah, I think that if I were to get some good health mods... Like health mods, not the protection ones on Barris, then I'd be real good because I use her as a lead throughout most of Galactic War, and that would be perfect. Oh, uh, quick detour down this road. What do you generally run in Galactic War? So in Galactic War, for the first five nodes to kind of not sacrifice protection on my main team. I use Barris, Lumi, Yoda, Savage Oppressor, and IG-86. Okay. And, but usually by that time, they've all lost their protection. But on Node 6 is kind of the harder one. I get, I bring in my arena team. They thrash through that pretty easily. And then I go back to the team I used in 1 through 5 but instead of IG-86 I leave Ray in oh, yeah. and then I take out 
the next two, which goes to another hard, and then I just use my arena team for the next three, which is nine, 10, and 11. And then usually by the time I get to 12, if it's a hard team, I don't have... If I try to do 12, most of the time I'll get down to having no characters left and have one guy left die, one guy left to die to finish and then just frustrate myself. So, yeah, that's usually where it goes. But yeah. as long as that 12 one is bad or broken, I can breeze through. That's where I how I do it. Yeah, I've here recently uh since mods came out, I've started running my rebel team after they kind of felled in arena but i do akbar lead with hoth rebel scout leia genos and soldier and ray and that team wipes out the first eight nodes pretty easily a lot of times i don't even get attacked where i actually lose health until node four i mean there yep i can uh, second that to be honest because my second account I have my rebel team, and I'll run in with Akbar, Hoth Rebel Soldier, Luke, Leia, and Ray, and I will run all the way to about ten or eleven yeah. before one of them dies, and then I have enough backup characters just to toss in at the end yep. to beat it almost every single time. So it's pretty easy. I usually throw in a tank to sacrifice in node nine just to make it easy and then maybe a tank in 11 but Mm -hmm. it's i mean those rebels are awesome in galactic war they make it so easy definitely yeah i like them they are good so anyway back to um our original topics (laughs) uh we're gonna talk about the scoundrel event um so I haven't been able to beat Tier 2 yet. Uh, I don't have a ton of Scoundrels, um, but I've been running Cad Bane lead with Chewie, Lando, Boba, and Han Solo. And I can auto Tier 1, but Tier 2, if I'm strategic enough, I can get it to where it's just the final guy with a lot of health. But I can't get close to beating him. What about yeah, you? I so I'm similar. I run Cad Bane lead. He has no protection, but I use him for the dodge, which I recently heard might be broken, which I might believe because it doesn't seem like I ever see my scoundrels dodge, or not any more than normal. But I have to look into that a little more. Chewbacca is the only guy I have with protection. Dingar, Mob Enforcer, and Lando. Yes, I leveled a Mob Enforcer, a two-star Mob Enforcer to level 60. And oh, wow. gear And gear 7. But here's the thing about that, right? Now that I have her at that level and that gear, even though she's level 2, she hits for like 2,000 damage. Really? Yeah. So I'm kind of like, now I kind of want to farm her. And see what she does because uh, she seems pretty good to me for that for no no gear no stars I mean not purple gear just geared into the blue and no stars that's that's pretty good yeah that's not bad so, at all so it's usually her Cad Bane 
and Chewbacca that are left on the third tier or third phase of tier one. And I get it. So I'm only getting tier ones right now. I have no chance on tier twos, but that's because most of my guys are only leveled up to like 60. Yeah. Everyone in that group is between 55 and 60, somewhere in there. And they're all almost purple gear. But Lando's a two star. Mob Enforcer is two star. Dingar's almost five stars. Chewbacca's six and Cad Bane's seven. So it's just kind of a mishmash right now. But I did it to at least beat tier one, and that worked. So I was happy. Yeah. That's kind of what I've done as well. I have a feeling tier two will get easier here before too long. I agree. (laughs) So let's look at the game updates and maybe figure out why we say that. So one thing, they had an update go out on Wednesday, which kind of sent out what we were talking about in the community update last week. But they put in the wedge and dot. Wedge and Biggs. Wow, those two are hard to say together. (laughs) Wedge and Biggs update. So now that they deal more damage and are more effective at fighting the Empire and gain incredible synergies when battling alongside each other. So I didn't put their moves into the show notes, but each of them has a way to buff the other. And they look pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I don't have either Looked unlocked, cool. so I I really haven't seen much. I just seen the update and heard about it. Well, the problem is, well, first off, more ways to p- combat pesky empire teams. Isn't that exciting? You ever have you ever fought a full empire team? There is not a full empire team, but there is a. Uh, team on my server with uh Moff Tarkin lead with Vader um I believe he has Vader, Royal Guard, Lando and I can't remember who the fifth character is. But that team is incredibly obnoxious. Yeah, I have Tarkin on my second account and he he's pretty cool. He hits pretty hard. So I can see him being a nice lead with the team. But I'm it's just I'm curious if they're hard enough that you need something built around to beat them. You know? Yeah. Unless unless they're planning to somehow make those empire teams a little bit more difficult. I have one way they could. Hmm. Introduce Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> yeah. I know that would make some people happy. Yeah, he seems to get brought up every time somebody mentions uh well, characters yeah. they want in general. Yeah, he'd be a nice boon to the uh empire teams cuz they could just build him with one of these incredible kits like they have on most of these new characters that come out instead of just the basic ones that all these empires guys had when they came out, yeah. when the game came out, you know. So let's see what else we got here. So along with that, of course, they announced Wedge will be the login character for the month of August. Now, do we know what level he unlocks at? 
Probably four star, right? I would assume, but I'm not sure. One of those things, again, where it's it's a character that I'm going to get shards for, and it won't even unlock the character. That kind of... Yeah, it's four star for Wedge. 80 shards. Yeah, so we're going to get 30 out of 80, and he's going to be stuck there. And the signing in and getting those shards really isn't going to help me. So... Not too excited about him being the character of the month, but... But that means from probably at some point he's going to be going to maybe arena shipments or something along those lines. I think that you're on to something there. Because our main topic with uh, EA Jesse, some information from him, it sounded like he was saying that he's probably going to be somewhere farmable soon. Yep. So, at least they might be worth something. But like my 30 Anakin shards, I haven't ever gone after Anakin at all, so those will just sit until I can ignore mods again and farm another character. Yep, so. but it'll save you some cantina energy whenever that time comes. Yeah, for sure. I was hoping that it would be a, some one of the Jawas... Because that would have really helped me since I'm farming Jawas right now. Oh, yeah. But, makes sense. They want to try to get you to work on that character they just reworked. So, the only problem with that is it sounds as though he's still broken. Which kind of sucks, right? Because they put out another update on the 29th, so two days later, to fix his new leader ability they put in. But on top of fixing that new leader ability, they said that his unique is still broken and will take more time to fix, and the fix was coming in a future update. So basically no timetable on the fix to their rework that they just introduced. Yeah. So for those that paid to get him to seven stars, it's there was a glimmer of hope there, but he's still broken, so that kind of... Very frustrating. Yeah, it took the wind out of the sails on that rework, but... There's still parts that are working better than they were before, so hopefully those things will still help enough to get people to be able to use them. But another one of those things where it's like, how much testing on this rework did you do? You know? I think at this point we kind of know the answer to those questions, but... uh, Yeah. Yeah, one of those things not worth saying every single time, you know? Yeah. (laughs) comes with territory yeah exactly another one i'm sure everyone's excited about gene ocean spy two more weeks in erodiums i think we were talking about that last week but they put that in the patch notes again for those needing furnaces they should be in the shipments again for the next two weeks i've already seen I one remember, of those in there yeah i saw one this morning actually i remember needing like eight of them when we started raiding and now I don't need any and I don't remember getting eight I don't know what happened it's it's odd yeah I could still use some but I'm not in dire need of them anymore (laughs) not for $15 hell no (laughs) exactly so another cool thing they put in the update was that Jedi Consular's Ability that reduces his 
cooldown for his heal. It triggers an a video video a visual effect now, so you can actually tell when it happens. So it's got like this blue poof that comes off of him when it triggers when he attacks. So that's pretty nice. You'll actually know when it happens. I never knew when it happened before. I didn't even pay attention to the cooldowns on the heal. I just assumed that it was probably going to happen and that I would always have the heal up because it seemed like that always happened. Yeah, I was kind of the same way. I've never paid that much attention to it. But it'd be nice to actually know and be able to plan out when you can use it and when you'll have it available. Yeah, for sure. Another thing, Ewok Scout Ewok Ambush will no longer remove turn meter when the attack is evaded. I assume that's the way they always wanted it to work. Obviously, they changed it, so it must have been. But now it brings up questions for me. My Kaigon, when he is evaded or resisted, he still takes turn meter sometimes. Yep, mine does too. So I'm curious if that is a bug also that's going to be fixed soon. Because that, I don't want him to fix it. <laughs> I'm with you, I don't either. Yeah, so... There's another character that does the same thing. I can't remember which one it was, but... Uh, is it Rex? Does Rex do it? Um, I don't I don't know. I don't have Rex, so I can't I, say. I don't either. That's the name that comes to my mind, but... There's, there's two or three that are still kind of like Ewok Scout that did the same thing. And uh, I'm just curious. Maybe they'll fix those guys, too. And what I didn't think was a bug will... Go away. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to be hopeful that it doesn't. For now. So we'll see. I know I get some turn meter taken off the Rancor every now and then with Qui-Gon, even though he don't hit. And every time it happens, I just smile a little bit. I'm like, cool. Yeah, for sure. Anytime any turn meter leaves the Rancor, I'm happy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So we got to move into the community update this week. It was maybe five bullet points. It wasn't very big this week. But uh, hopefully that means we'll get a little more this week. Maybe they're all saving for something this week. But the first thing from there, well, the main thing that I want to pull out of there is this point they made. It said, we're aiming to have another update go out that will fix a number of bugs as well as adding categories to some existing units. And then they put an example. Gamorrean Guard, Stormtrooper Han, and IG-88 will now have the Scoundrel tag. And I freaked out when I read this. I did too. I got really excited. That's like uh, saying they're going to start giving me 750,000 credits a week. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't have IG-88, but I do have maxed... Gamorrean Guard and Max Stormtrooper on. So those two right there thrown in with what I have should be enough for me to finish. Yep. Every time it comes up. And that is awesome. Because that extra million credits really helps. No kidding. Like even just the 350 I was getting from tier ones was really helping out. Yep. So yeah, they helped me to get my Leia. Seven star Leia from up to level eighty now, so Oh very nice. I just gotta gear her and she'll be ready to go. 
use her in the Galactic War, all will be well. Yep. Makes life a lot easier. Oh, yeah, for sure. She hits pretty good. I like it. So one thing that kind of stuck out to me about those three specifically, and I got to wonder if maybe it was just oversight not to say his name or if he's not changing, but it's kind of weird that they would make IG-88 a scoundrel, which I know people were asking for, but not Boba Fett. So I'm, I'm wondering if that was like a, oops, we forgot to put that name in there, or just a, we're not moving him. I thought, uh, I thought Boba Fett was a scoundrel. Is he? I thought so. See, I don't know. I maybe that's. I believe I use him in the challenge. I'm going to check right t- now. What's that? You're going to check? Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, if he is already is, then that point's mute. So, mute, moot, mute, moot. One of those two. <laughs> Let's see. That point is moot or mute, whichever one you want it to be. He is. He is. <laughs> he is listed as a scoundrel. So. Oh well, then no wonder they didn't mention him. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's even better. You just got him to seven stars. That'll work for you. Yeah. Oh, I don't have the creds to actually take him seven stars, but I've got the hundred shards. But well, maybe after you beat the scoundrel event, ah, you can take him to seven stars. Good point. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. And then maybe you can try your your raid idea for the yeah I Boba Fett lead. Yep, I will probably try that this next raid. Although. I got something that I tried last time that should have worked out a lot better than it did, but yeah. maybe I'll Always report nice back on that things. next week. So another thing in the from that we kind of were wondering, right? It says as well as adding categories to some existing units. So it's one made me wonder, and it made a lot of people on Reddit wonder if. They're going to change categories for other people, right? So from Reddit, here's some of the ideas people had on there. This one I don't really agree with, just because of the look of the character and what era it's from, but they said Leah as Resistance. I completely agree with you on this. I kind of think that they'll introduce an older Leia later on, yep. and that that will be the Resistance one. But... Uh, Kind of stretch there, but I can see why they would say that. I just don't think that the character in the game right now is the Resistance Leia. Another one is Ventress as Sith. They lose the point that if Savage Oppressor can be listed as Sith, so should Ventress because of the whole Apprentice stuff from the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah. So... I kind of thought she would be Sith and Night Sister, but when I looked at her, I realized she was only Night Sister, so that was kind of surprising. So maybe. I don't think it'll really matter unless they ever do anything with Sith teams, because I haven't seen anything to deal with Sith teams yet, so. Yeah. I'm sure they might be coming, but there's nothing now, so I don't think it really matters whether she's Sith or not. But this is probably more of people thinking. If there's a Sith thing in the future, I don't want to be waiting for Ventress to 
eventually become a Sith. So yeah, it'll probably happen at some point once there's like a little bit of synergy with them. Yeah, exactly. The next old. one, I don't think mm-hmm. it makes any sense why he's not already, but old Ben is a rebel. Yeah. He he's just as much rebel as Stormtrooper Han. Completely agree. Sorry, Han in general. Yeah. You know, he I mean, that's Leia went after with. him, right? So Yeah. Needed him his help, mm-hmm. the only hope, all that stuff. So Han kind of was a means to an end. But he he's listed as a rebel. Old Ben was actually sought out. I don't know. I haven't gone too deep into it. No, that's actually a really good point. Old Ben definitely should be a rebel. Hundred percent agree. Now this one, so I read this comment on Reddit and I was like blown back for a second, but it totally makes sense. Admiral Akbar as resistance. <laughs> Since he's definitely one of the leaders of the resistance, also. Yeah, kind of, it makes me wonder if they'll either do that or maybe even um, add a, you know, resistance Akbar. Because one thing about the current uh, Admiral Akbar is, if you make him resistance, are you going to have to change his leader ability? Because to work with resistance characters also, or yeah, that would definitely be a rework. If you yeah. did that way. And they just reworked him, so I I don't really see that happening, but I do think it's a good argument. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I read the comment, and I didn't even... I don't ever even think about the fact that Akbar was in TFA, so that kind of surprised me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Ever so briefly. Yeah. Not like a big part, but he was there. Boba Fett as a clone. Now, this one you can kind of argue either way. If you're more of a I hate the prequels guy, you probably don't like that idea. But if you're uh, one of the more all-inclusive like I am, then it probably would make sense. Since he's Jango Fett's son that was allowed to age normally, but he was a clone. So I don't know. Yep. I agree with you. I think he should be. That be makes for some interesting... It would make him more interesting. You say that. Throw him in with a oh, yeah, Rex sure. and Cody and Fives. That would be interesting. People might actually yeah. use him more. Oh, yeah. I think that would actually make him kind of dangerous. But mm-hmm. I would kind of hate it because... The only clone I have is Fives, so I wouldn't like that too much. But Yeah, and Fives really doesn't have anything to synergize with clones. He just synergizes well with to help the other clones' abilities. <laughs> yep. Next one I don't really agree with. Kind of stretching, in my opinion, but... Boba and IG-88 as Empire. Yeah, I think with the scoundrel tag, they by default can't really be Empire. Yeah, for sure. They are something else entirely. And I like that I like that they are more on the outside looking in. 
because they were definitely, I don't think that they were Empire approved, if if that's what I mean, but like, yeah, they were more, Vader brought them in to do his dirty work as opposed to, let's say, Palpatine saying, hey, go get these bounty hunters, we need them, you know, yep. so that's that. Those are pretty interesting. If anyone else has any ideas for these that we missed, I'd like I'd love to hear them. So if you want to tell us in guild chat, that'd be cool. Sure. But this one's the next point they had from the community update. Kind of was guessing this, but it's nice to have it written somewhere. We're t- still testing the tank takedown raid and are aiming to have it launch in August. So it is coming. And not too far away, because it didn't say when in August. I'd probably think like the third week of August, but even still, it's coming soon. Yep. I'm so, I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Nice to get some new content to play with. Oh, for sure. And it looks pretty exciting, so. Yeah, it, it looks cool. We shall see. So, our main topic today, I wanted to go over a interview that was done with EA Jesse on the Galactic War Report podcast. So, if you don't know, there's a, there's a few podcasts out there for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. There's, a, there's one from Ritual Gaming that I used to listen to, it's pretty good. And then there's another one from this group called Radio Free Tatooine, and their podcast is called Galactic War Report. I listened to about three of their podcasts ever since I found out about them, and they're they're pretty good. I like listening to them. They got a lot of good information they put out. But one thing that this week they managed to get an interview with EA Jesse on their podcast, so that was definitely something I was interested in. So I went and listened to that when I first heard about it, and Jesse had some interesting things he put out on there, so wanted to go over some of them. You had a chance to listen to the podcast, right? Yeah, I did. It was very insightful. There were there were three or four points they made that I thought were really interesting, and um, stuff that I didn't necessarily see coming as soon as he kind of made it seem like, so. Let's, for those that don't know, EA Jesse, you've probably seen him on the forums. He's the one that puts out all the patch notes and the community weekly update. So he's the community manager for the game, and I like these sorts of things, right? Because you see a, a name on a forum and you don't really think about the person behind it that much, right? But I really enjoy listening to interviews where you can hear the person and kind of get a idea for who they are, the person behind it, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of rage on the forums, as we all know. And a lot of the time that goes straight at Jesse because he is the quote-unquote face on the forums, right? But it was nice to listen to him talk 
and hear how he likes he likes to play the game and he likes to put information out to everyone regardless of the fact of how it is received half the time you know yeah so for sure it was nice it was a good interview i'd recommend people go and listen to it i think they'd enjoy it but we'll give a little i completely uh, agree oh sorry i was say i completely agree it was it was a really good interview what wasn't too terribly long, but uh, it was good to actually verbally hear somebody from the EA team kind of talk about some of these topics and kind of get a general idea of kind of what's going on. Yeah, and they did it well, I think, too, because they weren't. there are a lot of questions they could have asked him that might have made him never come back. <laughs> yeah, but, for sure. But they managed to ask... Questions that skirted the edges of uh, what everyone will probably wanted them to ask straight up, but still built a repertoire with them to uh, hopefully have them come back. So hopefully we'll yep. get some more of these. That'd be nice. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go over the first point here he said that new mods are coming from the new raid now he didn't say i have notes here saying he didn't say whether or not that meant six or seven star mods so as the interview went on i listened and i heard him come at back saying that these six and seven star mods are what's coming from the new raid but he didn't explain whether or not that meant six and seven stars of current mods or a new type of mod. So what did you get from that? Um, what I got pretty similar to what you got. Uh, he sounded like the six and seven star mods are ones you will have to get from the new raid and that there will actually be a reason to want them. Uh, he did kind of talk about the abilities and just kind of briefly glanced I kind of got the idea that he hinted that that's probably going to have something to do with the six and seven star mods. Um, I believe he's basically said that the six and seven star mods are going to be different than the one through five star mods um, as far as some of the things that they offer. So, yeah, well, then in that case, we, we may see those stun and counter chance mods like that picture they deliver put out the other week yep so hopefully so we'll see yeah the other thing was uh i know it's kind of hard to believe but apparently ugnot is actually going to be useful in the new raid <laughs> so if you've wasted any resources whatsoever on ugnot rejoice now um yeah it almost I'll took a year to but it's gonna pay off for you yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and I'll be curious to see exactly at what level they're talking about him being useful. Yeah, like, is he useful to be a mid-tier damage dealer, or is he, like, needed to be the top? Kind of like a Tebow or something. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to find out, because 
Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them start making the raid uh, kind of geared more for characters that most people don't have. Because it does give you a little bit of incentive to kind of farm towards the characters that nobody would really farm for. Kind of seemed like Tebow was that way. Nobody really cared about him until people kind of discovered what he could do in Phase 1. And then it seems like since then, you see him in Arena. Everybody has him, you know, for raids. And oh, yeah. I'll be curious to see if there's, you know, maybe one to three characters that are like that with the new raid. They're just awesome, but nobody has them yet. Yeah, definitely. It'd be nice. I think that's one of the cooler things that happened out of the first raid. Is coming up with these strategies, what works best, and who has a random character sitting in their inventory that turns out to be awesome and gives them a chance to be the star until everyone can catch up. Because it's not easy to catch up, right? Take yeah. like a two weeks minimum for some characters to catch up so be interesting if not longer yeah so you got a random character sitting on your bench he may become an all-star when the new raid comes out so oh yeah i'll be looking through my bench and see what's there that maybe i want to work on kind of why i'm going for those jawas yeah that's the thing I think is most exciting about the new raid is kind of giving us another chance to go back and look at all these characters in a different light. Yep, definitely. I'm excited for that. But it's nice to hear someone at EA say, hey, uh, the Ugnut, you might like him again. Yeah. So. Something else that he brought up was uh, that's been a topic that people are kind of curious about as far as the raids go uh looks like you will kind of have to decide whether you want to do the tank raid or the rancor raid you won't be able to do them you know uh, at the same time you'll have to make a choice on which one you go with yeah that's that's rough for me i'm really hoping that uh i can somehow manage to unlock my Han before we move on yeah. Because I know that's what's going to make this more annoying, right? Everyone's going to want their Han, but everyone's going to want their new raid mods and that stuff too, right? So having to decide which one we're going to want to do, if we're going to alternate, you know, I think people are just going to be so tired of the Rancor that they're going to want the new raid too. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think so too. This was something that, as the guild leader, I was waiting to find out, and it looks like it's just what everyone assumed it would be, so we'll see how it comes what when I, it comes, but... I wouldn't be surprised to kind of see us go to the new raid for probably a month or so, and then maybe start alternating back so that people can go ahead and pick up their Han Solo shards and everything, but... I do kind of think that the... I'm assuming the rewards will probably be a little bit better. Um, I'm just kind of pulling that out of thin air. But, uh, you know, because it's going to be geared more towards characters with mods. Because that was one thing, something else that EAJC had mentioned was... Now with mods, the Rancor is quite a bit easier mm-hmm. than it was before. And I assume that's going to change with the new one. It's going to be more difficult. So there will probably be another kind of working up phase, you know, 
till you get to the final tier of it. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll kinda... be jumping right into heroic on the new raid. Yeah, kind of get our feet wet beforehand. Yep, be a little bit of a learning curve once again. Yep, but I like that. I like the way we did, did it too. on the Rancor. We started out and kind of you could see the progress. It was nice. And they'll give us some good topics for the podcast. Be able to run down and talk about strategy and what our guild is doing to try to get that raid finished. Definitely. We can get some new strategy talk in there. Be nice. Yep. Another thing he talked about was raid damage being wasted between phases. So they brought up a question about that and something I'd always curious about. But what he said made sense, right? So when you run the raid, it basically runs on your phone or your tablet or your computer emulator, whatever you're using, as an individual instance of the raid, and it doesn't upgrade the damage until you finish or you retreat, right? So there's really not an easy way to make it so that it runs live, especially with all the different factors that can happen, like when people put in an airplane mode or whatever, that would just totally screw up any type of live way they did it, right? So yeah, he said they're not sure that they can fix this damage problem, but... I don't they're know looking into it. I, I, don't, I don't think it's a big problem either, depending... It, his answer... Well, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I off. mean, with with the way they've got it set up now, it's, it's pretty easy to strategize so that damage isn't necessarily being, you know, quote, wasted. Um, and I think any guild that's worried about wasted damage is probably having to schedule everything out a lot heavier than like our guild currently does. And I just, I don't know that the wasted damage thing's that big of an issue. I mean, I kind of think it seems like it in theory, but I don't think it is in practice. Well, that's the thing, right? So his answer to that, what they've said they've talked about it at EA, was just making sure that you talk between phases with your guild. His answer included their guild chat, which to me isn't an answer, but for us or anyone that does use the guild chat, you know, just going in and talking to everyone and saying, hey, uh, if you're in phase two right now, I just finished it. So if you want to retreat and start again in phase three, you can do that or whatever, you know, just talking to people, kind of planning it out. And for this new raid... At the beginning, when you're trying these things, you know, that might be a good idea, you know. Kind of like how we did with the first time we did Tier 7, where it was like, hey, uh, the damage is low here. I might push the phase this time, so if no one wants to go in now, then I will. Yep. Definitely will require some communication. And, I mean, as bad as the guild chat in the game is, it is nice that it just kind of pops up while you're doing whatever you're doing and you can read it rather quickly. Uh, So I think it is useful for things like that, but that's really about it. Um, uh, He also talked more about 
uh, reworks, that there are going to be some more reworks coming. Uh, one of the characters that kind of more specifically got mentioned briefly was Bro- was Boba Fett, uh, which I'm obviously pretty glad to see. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they'll rework either some of his attacks or stats or something and get him to where he's a little bit more useful. You know, I really think uh, would be cool with him if he shot yeah, his gun. <laughs> Why yeah. do you have a gun if you're not going to shoot it? Because shooting a rocket out of your arms is a lot more cool. Oh, that is pretty cool. My daughter wants to uh, give her thoughts, but I'm not letting her. So now she's yelling. <laughs> the That's triplets woke up, everyone. So uh, if you hear anything in the background here... That is the madhouse known as my house. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that a Boba Fett rework will be interesting. It might might give me a reason to farm him after that. Kind of like I really want Anakin, but I haven't found the time to go after him yet. Yeah, but well, Anakin's rework seemed is. to uh, really get taken by the community really well. So hopefully Boba's will too. Yeah, I don't think any of the reworks haven't been taken quite well. I don't think this wedge one will, but that's yet to be seen. That's true. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see. He also talked about... So they asked him about shards, if there was any, any, any ideas on how those would change the way that they're done. And uh, he said that any shard that you joined, you joined about the same time as everyone else, right? So there's 20,000 people on a shard, and all those people joined within, like, the same three-ish days. And he said that those will never change. He said, maybe he didn't say never change, but there are no plans in place to change the way shards are right now, so... You're always going to be fighting those guys. But the he did say what I thought was interesting, that there was something new coming, or maybe coming, for PvP and a way to players to interact. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, some of these ideas that are always kicked around, like allowing me to fight my guild mates to test their teams against my own, those types of things. That would be be really fun. (laughs) Yeah, I really want to fight, like, Jin's droid team. So do I. Or Giggle's clone team, you know. Mm That would be fun just to see how awesome they are. Me too. I would (laughs) love that. Yeah. Oh, and while we're on PvP... He, they confirmed, although I didn't think that this was a question, because they confirmed that Galactic War is chosen from any player in the world. So anyone that's playing this game is up to be pulled for your Galactic War. Which I kind of thought was the case, because you see all these pictures posted in our guild chat of guildies fighting guildies in Galactic War. Yep. So... But for those that don't know, it's not just your shard that gets pulled for Galactic War. It is anyone in the world. So that's pretty cool. And 
we've had several members uh, of our guild find other guild members in their galactic war. I know I know of two people that have fought my team before, and uh, yeah, I was gonna say I remember seeing pictures of your team posted in guild chat. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't ever look at the names enough to uh, have found anyone. I always think to myself when I see one of those pictures that I should just look to see if I ever fight one of our guys. But uh, most of the time I'm like, let's get this done. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> um, I usually kind of glance at the name, but it doesn't really register unless it's one that I recognize or something. Yeah. Um, and the last thing that we had from the interview with Jesse was he made a very general comment about how you may want to start farming rebels. Uh, mm-hmm. That they're gonna be that you're gonna want to have some here before too long. That made me pretty excited. What do you think? I'm pretty excited for my free to play account because all I've done the whole time I've done that account is rebels. So. I'll be ready for that. I'm just about... I have a full team already, but I can... I'm just about to unlock Lando also, so I'll be fully ready for that. Nice. Yeah, it'll be cool. I don't... I'll have to see how many Rebels I have on my... On my main account. I think... I know I have Leia. I have a really crappy Lando. But other than that... I, well, I have a crappy Akbar too. That's like four stars, but I don't really know if I, if I have any other rebels. So we'll see. I'm excited for my free-to-play account because that account hasn't been able to take part in any events, but this one is like tailor-made for that account. Yeah. So that'll be cool. And the last thing this week that I want to get into is a contest announcement for the guild. So, lately, with all the mods and the introduction of them and the way it kind of rubbed some people the wrong way, seems like people have just been kind of reluctant and not as excited about the game as they were before. And I want to try to get some excitement back in our guild chat, and I came up with an idea for that. So, the idea is... We're going to run a contest all next week, so starting tomorrow, Monday, and run till next Tuesday. I'm going to, there are going to be three blocks of time, and I haven't really decided the blocks of time yet, but it'll probably be like a chunk of time in the morning, something like 6 a.m. to to 10 a.m., something more like 12 to 4, and then another one from like 8 to midnight. And any time in those three blocks, I'm going to ask a trivia question. And the first person in guild chat to answer the trivia question will get a point. And the person with the most points at the end of the contest will get a $20 gift card for either iOS or Android, whatever they have, and then they'll be the winner. So we'll see. This will be the first one. I want to try to run these maybe once every month, once every two months. But uh, I want to 
try to get everyone back into the guild chat excited and see who knows the most about Star Wars. So that'll start tomorrow, and I'm interested to see how many people can get these questions like instantly. Or if I have to wait for answers, that'll be pretty funny too. That sounds so, yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, so it's there'll be four, three blunt chunks of time, so no one will know really when the question is coming in that four hours, but they'll know when a question is slated to be answered, and that's when I'll answer it. So whoever's in the guild chat talking or lurking, whatever, whoever answers it first will get the point. So that's that. Very cool. Definitely. I think it would be fun. Yeah, I think I've so, I've actually too. learned a lot about Star Wars that I didn't even know just coming up with these questions. So I can imagine. It would be interesting to see if people can figure it out. Awesome. Yeah, so that's that, and that's this. This podcast, that is. You have anything else you want to throw on there? No, not really. Um, well, I guess kind of. Uh, something we've discussed <laughs> kind of in the guild chat is, you know, raid usage. Um, that's, you know, and just kind of maybe us talking a little bit more about the way we use characters and stuff. So I think that's what we're going to work on for next week. If anyone has anything specific they're curious about, let us know. Um, and we'll try to throw in a little bit more... Um, you know, character-specific strategy regarding raid or whatever else you guys would like to know. Definitely. We can do galactic war ideas, anything. I'm up for anything. So if you guys have ideas of stuff you want to hear for the podcast, just let us know, and we will slate it in, and we will see what we can do. Cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. So, that's it for this week. Hope uh, to see you all again next week. Have a good week, everyone. All right. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the Force be with you.